and welcome to the podcast that never wants to get started. <laughs> this is like the two weeks from hell, Marty. I guarantee uh, Yeah. Ever since Halloween, it's been nothing but a shit show. Sadly, dude, it's only been a week since Halloween. Has it felt like two weeks for you? It's felt like two goddamn months. <laughs> Especially uh, on my end. Bad. I don't know about you. All right. But I told you some of this. Well, I might as well tell the people listening. Well, my day started off pretty shitty today. I had to go to work. Yeah, that's always out. bad. But before that, there were some family problems. That's why we didn't get an episode yep, out yep. last night. And before that, my four year, my five-year-old decided to try a new food. And he decided to try Legos. <laughs> he really needs some fiber uh, in his diet or something. To get all right. He didn't all have enough just, artificial colors. Yeah. He's like, all of a sudden, we're sitting out watching a movie, like a SpongeBob movie. And he goes up and he just shoots off back to his bedroom I'm like okay then my wife comes out and says uh he says he ate a lego i'm like what i was just here <laughs> we we're watching a movie hey, what the fuck do you mean ate a lego yeah he's like yeah and he's like we asked him and he's like pointing at his throat saying it hurts yeah and he says it's a bump there and i'm thinking he's touching his abs out well the kid can breathe fine yeah everything is fine but we ended up taking him to the er anyway <laughs> and after the x-ray the doctor uh, wasn't very impressed like we don't see it Right. So I'm great the kid. They uh, hopefully we gotta now straight his poop to make sure it comes out. Uh, hopefully it's a bright yellow one. No, yeah, like no, corn, no. You know, but he, he doesn't eat corn, so I didn't get yellow or like. Or uh, yeah, it, it's one of the little tiny clear ones, so you're just hosed. He doesn't uh, have any of those. I know. I play you put too much stuff together. He doesn't have any of them clear Legos. Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's bad. So how's your week been? That's bad. It's it's actually hasn't been. Your two anywhere. weeks or two months, however you want to call it. It hasn't actually been that horrible. Uh, no, mine's just been really meh for the yeah. most part. After Sunday, probably, it just kind of all went flatline. And besides all that interesting stuff, I have to make an apology to the listeners that listen to our Halloween special. Because I mentioned at the very beginning I was going to read an email, and I forgot yep. to read the email. I am going to read it now oh, once nice. I find it on my phone. This email we got back in October, before right. two weeks before this happened, is from John. And it says, Hey guys, a few episodes ago you said you said you asked the community for stories that happened to us or people we know. I have a story from my wife that made me question if ghosts and the like actually exist. Here here it goes. Now because this is a second hand and an old story, I may have some of the details wrong. But the gist of the story is how they tell it. When my wife was a baby, her family lived in an old house that had two stories and a long staircase going up to a long hallway. Pretty much the premise for every haunted movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, one day my wife said she was being carried from one room to the sec- from one room on the second floor to the first floor by her mom. When her mom got to the stairs, she tripped and fell. While it's not uncommon for her mom to fall randomly, she has terrible balance. She fell down the stairs. Thankfully, they were both okay. The next time it happened, my wife's father happened to be taking pictures of the stairs. They were getting ready to sell the house. When when they developed the photos, this was in the early 90s, so they had to take them to the Kodak and one hour photo. They saw an older Asian lady behind my wife's mom. At At first, they thought it was photo glare, so to prove it or disprove it they kept taking pictures of the stairs when my mom was walking up and down them and the lady only appeared when she was carrying my wife as a baby whoa (laughs) fast forward years later my wife and i get married after a spin-up 
we had been together for years at that point. We buy a house around the time my daughter was born. And in the front yard is a big, beautiful cherry blossom tree. I'm not really into the Asian culture, so I'm not sure what kind it was. The first night we were moving our stuff into this house, an older Asian couple stops and looks at the tree. We say hi and talk a little bit. When the older lady asks my wife if she's ever lived at a certain address, and she says yes. It was the old house with the Asian, with the Asian stair lady. The couple said that was their family house from when their family first moved to America in World War One. Oh. Now, there are two parts to this story that make it really creepy. One, the old house is located upstate New York, where we were both from. The house we bought was in Florida, where I was stationed. Two, our house has two stories, and at the top of the stairs, in pictures there, is the same older Asian lady, although she never pushed my wife's. She did prevent our daughter from opening the baby gate and falling down the stairs. Like I said, while I believe in a lot of weird things, ghosts are not one of them. But this story made me question if I should believe in them. Anyways, as always, say, great podcast. I really enjoy it. And hope one day to be able to have a phone call with you guys and talk to you on your podcast. Or possibly meet up, not in the creepy way, but just to meet up with some new people. Thanks, John. Oh, that's awesome. Wow, that's wild, dude. See, that's weird. I've heard other ghost stories similar to this. Right, right. Because there's one of the report, a different one, I know I'm old, but it was on a TV program, and this lady was in this house, and she kept seeing this ghost. Well, she turned around and sold the house, and she moved, like, all the way across the country and bought a house, and her neighbor, was the person that owned the house, was in that house, saying they're trying to sell it, and it's just, like, weird that they both saw each other. Oh, uh, yeah. One was as a ghost. Yep. And the other one was as a ghost in the opposite house. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, I mean, just even going by sheer coincidence, the odds of of any of that is pretty astronomical. Oh, yeah. You know? Especially from upstate New York. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the way down the coast, man, to to Florida. Yeah, it just, it is astronomical. But really good story, John. Thanks for sending it in. So Uh, if anybody else has other stories, that'd be awesome, too. That is wild. If you send us an email with a story on it, I'll make sure we read it faster than what we did. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) The last one. So this week, we got, we're going to kind of just focus on one state, wouldn't you say, Marty? Yeah, unlike the usual state of confusion that we (laughs) tend to not focus on for an hour. Yeah. So what state, what are we going to talk about this week, Marty? We are going to be visiting, uh, metaphorically, Arizona, which honestly has a lot more weird shit than I had thought it did. Same here. And I already knew there well, was a lot Well, it's got Connor there, shit. so he's kind of weird anyway. Uh, I know yeah, he yeah. listens. He's yeah. like, you assholes. Uh, <laughs> no, but you're dicks. good shit, Connor. <laughs> no, we're going kind of, to start off talking about the Superstition Mountain. Yes. Basically, the Superstition Mountain claim to fame is a lost Dutchman mind. Yeah. Which was supposedly found this lost mine it's called the Lost Dutchman mine because of Jacob Waltz. Yep. In the nineteenth century he said he found this mine with a mother load of gold. Well when he died, people have been looking for it since then pretty much. I see it actually started before that even because there oh, was really? a Mexican family, the Peralta family. Oh, I thought they that, that came after. No, they they were the ones who were originally pulling uh, gold out of this mine area and on there i think it was i think they started like early 1840s 
And they were pulling gold out of this every few months, going back down to Mexico, coming back up, getting gold. Well, in uh, 1848 was their final trip of going up there because everyone in the family, except for two people, were killed. Oh, awesome. uh, yeah, in in an area that is now known as uh, the Massacre Grounds okay. after where they were killed. And they just said, fuck it, and left it alone. Well, Jacob Waltz had actually, uh, when he first found it, he had actually talked uh, one of the, because this was like 1870s, so like 20, 30 years later, had gotten, talked a member of the Peralta family into going up with him. And he was one of the original people that went up to find the mind with him. And that's how he found it originally was from their maps. And there were supposedly maps that had See, shown up yeah, of like the Peralta, Peralta family. Stone maps or whatever. But most of them have been lost or discredited because they didn't go to any mine. It's like I've looked at some of the pictures. Like if you look at yeah. them, like a lot of them maps are written from one person's point of perspective. You, yeah. you don't know what they're talking about. You're right. only guessing. It, it, it's like... Uh, Driving into to Midwest small towns and being like, hey, where, where's uh, Johnson's live? Well, you, you go to that corner where the old barn was. Is, is there a barn there now? Oh, no, that burned down 20 fucking yeah, years ago. Now. Yeah, you know, that's, but it's there. there's kind of a tree there. You're going to turn left. It's got a left fork. It's yeah, got three yeah. leaves hanging off on the right side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, because I was looking at that, and I'm like, I've got lost parole to mine. Was equals the Dutchman, which I was half right, but it's also it's just yep. confusing to look at. But my question is, if the Peralta mine map were actually accurate, how did the fake ones get out there, and who has the real one? Because someone has to have it, yeah. unless it is just lost to time, like they say. Now there there's a lot of stuff, even with just Waltz. Uh, the the last time, because some places where I I would find stories. Where they just say that, you know, oh, a few years later he's on his deathbed and told somebody, a neighbor, where it was. But I've also seen other accounts of it where his last time coming out of that area, he had lost his fucking mind. He'd, he'd kind of gone crazy and was, for the next 20 years of his life until he died, he was in and out of consciousness. He would, like, flip into a coma, come back out... Everyone else was killed. Uh, they eventually found, I think, one of the his one partners with a hole in its head. Uh, just wor- just wait, folks. I'll be a common occurrence. We'll yeah. get into that. We'll be getting into that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's and and that account I, I saw of him, he he would sometimes go on these almost incoherent rants about uh, the the things that were gnawing at his brain and leaving him just a brittle bone there was yeah he, he would go on weird rants See, of I've also things. Read, well i never read that part but i read parts where they like he died and there was like a shoe box like a box underneath his bed with yep. like 49 pounds of pure gold oh yeah. and all that yep i'm like so there's so much misinformation out there you really don't right. know where to start and you're just guessing that would probably explain why all the people died looking for this thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, tons of them. If you just look up how many people have died yeah. looking for the last Dutchman mine, they say around 600 people. Yeah, from, from 1870s, basically, to today. until now. Yeah. There are still people 
Every dead couple or, years it happens, yeah, it seems like. Find, find up, they're missing for six months, and they find a body. Sometimes not all of the See, body. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, a lot of stuff when you deal with, like, Waltz and that, you come across the name Adolf Ruth. Yes. And he gets claim to fame for keeping this whole legend alive. Yes. Because I think it was back in 1931, he said, yeah, I'm going to go look for the Lost Dutchman Mine. Yep. Everybody's like, oh, it's just an urban legend. Well, then he disappears during the summer, and they find him six months later. Well, they find parts of him. They yes. find his skull. Yep. And what looks like two bullet wounds. Yeah. Bullet holes in his head. Yeah. From the, from the way I, I saw them, it was shots from the back and exploding out through the front. Because well, there's the smaller just, hole in the back. So we have to look at this now. Were the Clintons around that time? I think it might have been. Did he get Clinton? That's uh, <laughs> AK for, for Arkansas, yeah. AZ Arizona. That's not that mm-hmm. far away. Well, also, like, I mean, I wrote down a little bit of a timeline of people that died yep. mysteriously. Like, in 1931, he had Adolph Ruth, two bullet holes to the head. Yep. Then in 1947, he had James A. Car- James A. Carey, who lost his, basically they found his body, but no head. Yep. Then you have, 1951, you have Dr. James, John Burns. He was found dead, single bullet hole through, now, this is what I found interesting, a single bullet hole through him. They, his body was decomposing, but they could tell that he got a bullet hole all the way through him. Oh, wow. But there was no powder burns or residue. Huh. So that starts bringing this sniper aspect. Was that be a, that'd be like a Quigley down under gun. Oh, yeah, man. At that time, hell yeah. Yeah, because that's hard to put a bullet... Because they yeah. state bullet hole through him. Yeah. Not an entry wound, no exit. Just through Especially him. at that time. Yeah. You know... Then in 1956, you have Martin Zawatho, found dead with bullet hole above his right temple, but it was ruled a suicide because they found a gun under his body. Usually, if you're going like this, you're... you're yeah, they, no, they recoil. This is going to sound gross, but when you actually do commit suicide with a gun, your muscles contract, everything, yep. it blings out. It wouldn't, you wouldn't curl up over top of a gun. Yeah, no, and, unless you had curled up and shot yourself. You know what yeah, I mean? Then you wouldn't shoot Under you, but it wouldn't be in the head. Yeah. Then the creepiest thing I found was in 1958, there was this campsite was discovered in the north of the Superstition Mountains. At the campsite was a blood sto- blood-stained blanket, a Geiger counter, gun cleaning kit, but no gun, and looking cooking utensils, some letters, and some letters with all the addresses torn off the letters. Hmm. Then no, the occupant was never found. Huh. Yeah, see, I'd actually came across another one, too. Uh, I, it didn't say the date, but it would have been after uh, uh, Waltz. Yeah. But apparently there were some soldiers that had gone up in there hiking around and came down and said they had found a river of just full of gold. There's a river that actually... Yes. There was a program called Superstition Mountains. It didn't yep. last very long before they got canceled for some odd reason. Yeah. But there was actually a river up in them mountains, yep. and it was, like, pretty damn creepy. It's a big-ass river. They were floating, like, bigger ass down it. Yeah. But, but like, these guys came down and were half out of their minds and had pockets full of this gold but kept talking about the the gray demons that were attacking them, and all of them within about a day after getting back into town just died. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they went on these ramblings about some pale demons that were guarding this, and they got away. And, and yeah, like within a day or two, all of the guys that came out of there 
died. <laughs> just dead. See, well, Arizona in itself, because I looked up, like, what can kill you in Arizona? Oh, yeah. Because besides the excessive heat and lack of water, if you go look at the And mysterious state, gunshots. If, well, that's lead poisoning. That's Echoing through the mountains. But if you actually, if you guys actually have any inkling to go look for this, make sure you're really prepared. Oh, God, yeah. It makes, it's not just a little simple day hike with your little sun hat. You yep. better have plenty of water, food, and shade. And try not to go during the summer because it reaches like 110 degrees oh, in yeah. the desert. But if, besides the heat and no water, you have these 13 things that can kill you. <laughs> you have Africanized honeybees, the killer bee. The banded desert centipede, Marty's favorite. Fun, fun. The bark scorpion, black bears, black widows, brown recluse spider, giant desert centipede. <laughs> What's the difference there? It's like... It's, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. One's yeah, it's monsters, which are deadly. Oh, yeah. The kissing bug. The oh, hobby yeah, rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah. You have the mountain lions and cougars. No, that wasn't too much about cougars, but... All right. Then you have a tarantula hawk, which is like a giant wasp that hunts yeah. tarantulas. <laughs> then you have the diamondback rattlesnake. They're That's horrible. just 13 of the little things that could kill you. Honestly, I think, I think the centipedes and the uh, the tarantula hawk are probably the, the scariest of the group. See, but I think, if I remember, bark spiders are only like oh, the, the, yeah, the, the bark the, scorpions. Scorpion. Little, little, little buggers. Yeah. Well, yeah. like they, they said, most experts with scorpions... The big ones aren't the ones you really need it's to fear. It's the little ones. It's the little bastards because their poison is so potent. Oh, yeah. The big ones are going to hurt, and then they scare you off. But the little ones, yeah, they're super. They're like an inch, maybe. I think the they have in Louisiana. Ones. I used to have them in my room, barracks when I was in the Army. Yeah, they're tiny I kept them bastards. as pets. My room wasn't gross, people. <laughs> I just kept them as pets, and I kept yep. the other two roommates. Because in, when you're in the military barracks, you have three per room. Yep. Kept them out of my area because they're like, God damn, Rob's got fucking scorpions. <laughs> yeah, I do. I sure fuck do. Out of shit. I sure do. See, but also besides gold, there's also been reports, I found this, of a crystal skull. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's also been reports. It's like, it's considered it's a 50 50. It's kind of a gray area. Yep. But this guy actually forked out like $200,000 to pay for this thing, to, for this outfitter to go out there in the middle of fucking July. Oof. To go look for this because supposedly he knew where it's at. So he must have had some sort of backing because for $200,000 back in the 80s, that's a lot of goddamn money. Oh, yeah. Because this is when the story supposedly took place. Yep. So he must have had some inkling of what it was there because reports came out that they found it but couldn't reach it because of the crack in the wall. Oh, okay. And they tried blasting it, and there's an argument about permits because it was a national park. You can't blast. But yeah, nothing ever came of that besides that story. That, that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to think that if you're dumping that kind of money, you probably didn't just give up. You know what I mean? Because no. a lot of people out there, even nowadays, if you watch enough stuff on the Lodge Dutchman Mind, like on TV, History yeah. Travels, you know, there's people that are, have claims out there, prospectors, that actually, there's actually people out there that, in the desert, they have certain claims where actually gold is found. It's, yep. I think it's called dry panning or something. Yeah. And there's actually gold still out there to be found. Oh, I, I would imagine there's piles of it. Yeah. It's just, it's so in fucking hospitable, you know, mm-hmm. to do anything to get it. it. It's a lot harder to get, I think, than, like, the people who are hitting, like, Alaska and some of those places where they're just digging it up like yeah. crazy. Oh, it's yeah. a little bit easier to get at than in the middle of the hot, ungodly <laughs> desert. Up on a mountain where bullets apparently fly through the air willy-nilly. Yeah, like it, if you don't find your gold and the heat doesn't kill you, you get lead poisoning. Yeah. 
But there's also, like, I just found it interesting. I didn't hear anything about the, the, what kicked in my head is when he said the army guys. They said, like, great demons oh, yeah. and that. There's some reports of cannibals. In this yes. The, they're, the Native Americans call them Tihihan, which basically says the little cannibals of the plains. They are described as short, squat, and with pot bellies, almost, and they're also quite childlike. They're two to four foot tall. They are incredibly strong, very aggressive, and bloodthirsty. They are known to attack humans on sight, and they are also known to kidnap children or and use witchcraft. Ah, uh, it's always the little ones. Oh yeah, but that's just fine. I found that interesting because I never, didn't hear that story about that. Before. Yeah, yeah, no, because I know surrounding that that whole area, and even people looking for for the the mine. There have been tons of ghost stories that have popped up around that of ghosts leading people into their doom off of cliffs and and I don't know how much of that is to explain people that have disappeared or people just, that were experienced. I'm gonna go and no I'm gonna say a lot of this stuff people are just unprepared when they go. Oh yeah. When they go it's like heat it's just a lot of stuff here during the summer and that. Yeah. And even during the winter, it gets cold, fucking cold in the desert. Yeah. Can, well even in the summer at night. Yeah. When you're going from one fifteen down, down to, 70, you know, 70 yeah, degrees. 68. That's a, yeah. that's a big drop, and your body is not really prepared for and that. And you can actually yeah. uh, die from exposure. Yep. Even at 70 degrees, it was just a big influx. Yep. Yeah, it, it basically puts your body into shock to some extent. But there's all time. One of those things have you been seen reported in the superstition mall besides cannibals? That's just what I find creepy. Because oh, when yeah. I think of cannibals, I think of the hills have eyes. Hills have and eyes. Zeus yeah. and all his family. Yep, yep, Jupiter. Yep, yep. yep, yep. <laughs> Jupiter, you know the rules. Ah, great. And drinking there. the dead parrot, the dead yeah. parrot's blood that just creeped me out. After uh, after one guy does a certain thing, he should not do. It. Right, right. Yeah, ah, it's such a good show. But yeah, no. I mean, Arizona itself has so much weird stuff go on. It. You got to remember, this is where the Phoenix Light event happened. Which then repeated itself, what, just a couple of years ago here? It yeah. was pretty recently. Yeah, it was just a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, the same kind of thing popped up. And the same excuses came boiling out of, you and know, government flare tests. No, flares don't work that way. No, absolutely not, they don't. I mean, completely debunked. Uh, this is also the state where the Travis Walton... National uh, Sigris National yep. Forest. National Park. Also, yep, Arizona. Yep. Travis Walton was abducted. Uh, you know, just oddball stuff out there. But there are a lot of strange creatures. Oh yeah, uh, that have been seen out there. One which is it seems uh pretty tame compared to some of the other stuff I've got on here actually. Uh, but there have been uh, claims of giant rabbits, <laughs> not the jackalopes, but like these are twenty six pound large rabbits there's actually a precedent in the the uh <coughs> fossil history of rabbits that are this size mm-hmm. they were the uh neurologus rex uh and even to as of just a few years ago there's uh places even in england up in felton where they've had claims of giant rabbits just like this leaving tracks, tearing apart gardens. And, yeah, like I said, it, it seems like a, a tame thing to some of the other stuff. 
No, a 26. Have you ever seen it? Okay. But it's 26 pounds, 26 man. pounds. That's, That's a good size goddamn rabbit. And then rabbits aren't like, this is more like rabbits. Everybody thinks, oh, they're so nice in that water. Rabbits are like Watership Down people. Oh, yeah. No. Watch Watership Down. That's pretty much a rabbit's life <laughs> right. right there. Uh, again, I love Watership Down. <laughs> so good. But, yeah, no, uh, there was actually a, a uh, uh, investigator who does Bigfoot and just different UFO stuff, uh, Mitchell Waite. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, as I was saying, uh, Mitchell Waite is uh, an investigator into weird paranormal stuff, and he claims his team has actually come across them, but when they tried to actually film them, their equipment would constantly screw up, erase stuff, would not record these giant rabbits. See, no, this is interesting. And they couldn't catch them. I can tie that back to New England. Nope. England, sorry, not New England, England. The old, <laughs> old country, England. Old English. But there's actually prehistoric, there's actually not, medieval reports of large rabbits, with <clears throat> black rabbits with floppy ears. Yep, Even back in hairs. medieval times that walked around on two legs. Yes. Well, these, these black rabbits from, like, England who's supposedly come from the island of High Brazil, which is a legendary island. Oh. There's actually reports of them throughout medieval history. It's actually yep. kind of ties back to the giant rabbits. Oh, yeah. That's just a little interesting. Yeah, the I black know. hairs. Yeah. Then you also got, I found, you found the you found the giant rabbits. Well, I found about this black mist of Casa Grande Mountain. Oh. Yeah. It appears at nighttime at the base of the mountain. People report it. After they see it, they report an uneasy feeling. Duh. <laughs> Black mist. It's not bugs or fog. And they also, with fear, they like it feels, it feels like they're being watched. The mist will supposedly follow you if you're in the area, if you try to get away. And the Hokum Indians believe this mist is the same, is, is somehow related to the ancient civilization that oh. was there before them. Oh, I think that makes it actually a little more terrifying to me kind of at what, this point i'm i'm thinking the the smoke monster from lost man oh yeah <laughs> but also you gotta think too like the anastasia they just disappeared they're in that yep. general southeast region oh yeah and they could they have been what they're talking about the previous history or ancient right. civilization because they don't really don't say what it was to say it was an ancient civilization that yep. was there before them hmm interesting yeah. so i know a lot of that southwest there are like whole like cliffside villages that everyone disappeared. We have no idea why, where. Mm-hmm. They just all their stuff is still there from you know thousand years ago. They just up and left, but no bodies, no nothing. They're and just get, gone. a lot of people think too. Oh, maybe it was just too hard for them. Like, no, these people made a living in the desert. Oh yeah, they knew how to grow crops. They knew how to get water. Yeah, they were proficient at living in this environment. That yeah. was their home. Yeah, you're you're not. Uh, hollowing out you know rooms in the side of cliffs if you're just trying it out you know at this point you go okay this is gonna work it keeps us shaded it's cooler in here they knew what they were doing oh yeah maybe got attacked by the trolls or something there reported in arizona it could very well be too man yeah (laughs) oh excuse me yeah that uh was another one i came across that i was shocked to actually see and, uh, yeah, apparently the first one on record was 1903. A man named I.W. Stevens around the Grand Canyon 
said he came across this large creature with no clothes, a long, white, uh, hairy beard, uh, two-inch claws on its fingers, and in uh, looking at it, he saw that the body itself was covered in a fine gray hair all over. Uh, He came across this thing and started watching it, and it was uh, drinking the blood from two cougars that it had apparently killed. (laughs) I know, I read the same report. Yeah, I was like, uh, what? But yeah, once the thing noticed him, it uh, just started screaming and grabbed its club, and the dude got the the fuck out of there. Yeah. But actually, even uh, up in 2013... There was a woman that actually saw something very similar to that up around the Magolan Rim area. And again, it was that same area. There are Bigfoot sightings around there. And some people thought it was that. And she said, no, this is not a Bigfoot. It's large, but the face has no hair on it. It's covered in warts like a typical fairy tale troll. But yeah, no, this... uh, this thing, as she described it, very similar uh, to to what many years before I.W. Stevens, uh, lightish gray in color, uh, long facial hair, and like she said, no, it didn't have hair all over its face like a typical Bigfoot. It looked like a fairy tale troll. Yeah, I'm pretty sure people know if you open that. I want to say people be able to differentiate. Yeah, it was Bigfoot, but this right. was something else. So and, like, and that was my thought, too, because around that same area, the Magolan Rim area, there are a lot of Bigfoot sightings. There's a lot. But uh, I was kind of upset when I went to Flagstaff and the, I didn't see one. Oh, I told them, Well, the closest I came to seeing was my brother. He's seven. Yeah, right, but right. he's not here covered, and he wears usually bright Hawaiian shirts, <laughs> and he wears glasses. <laughs> Sasquatch is on vacation. He shaved when on vacation. <laughs> yeah, you shaved her ass and you taught her to speak, Gus. Gunagugu. Gunagugu. <laughs> well, that well the troll thing. Maybe that explains why people are reporting an eight foot tall skeleton. Uh could be. Uh, eight foot tall skeleton that glows and carries an old time lantern has been reported between the Superstition Mountains and Seventeen Palms on numerous uh, different occasions. See. The, the weird part of that is the whole eight foot part. It's not even like the glowing part that gets me. So I can understand a story popping up of, oh, a glowing skeleton with a lantern. But it's eight fucking foot tall, too. So it's like, oh, okay. Uh. So there's also reports out there, too, where the, the skeleton glows green and the yep. fire is coming from its chest. Yes. Then were the ones I'm like, I got a buddy out there, Jared. And if. I asked many times to find me stuff like that because I'm pretty sure there's some little kitschy shop out there. Oh, there's got to be. Legend book. And I would like to have that. I mean, especially when you're going down uh, like a chunk of the old Route 666. Which is now 491. Yes, it is. It has been changed. The, The Devil's Highway runs through there. And some of that, there has to be some little kitschy stuff along the roads there somewhere such a i didn't even write stuff down i'd almost forgotten about that section of highway but just how many awful awful bad things have happened on that so many people have been killed just not even just in car accidents that's that's what bothers me i understand car accidents people are tired it's a long stretch you get drowsy everybody's got everybody here that's ever listened or driven has gotten white line oh yeah yeah but the bothers me is 
they'll find a car. Yeah. And no people. They'll find a purse, cell phone, everything that this person needs to survive, but nobody is up and walked into the desert? I don't think so. Yep, and and that's the the weirdest part. There's one report where it's like a whole family. Yes. There was a mom, dad, and like two kids. Just poof. Their cars pull alongside the road. Look like they had some sort of car problem, and the, yeah, they're just gone. Again. And there again, I think uh, you get some of those stories of a wild family up in the area that is hunting people uh, come out of those kind of things. I don't know. To to me, it seems odd that that is also a a big stretch of highway that has seen lots of lights in the sky. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, you have to say it. And, and to have that many people just disappear. And there are countless stories you can find online of truck drivers who drove the, the old Route 666 and just some wild fucking stories of stuff they Yeah, like see. there's that one that's always always see on the internet. It's about how this guy was, and he had a giant storm chasing him, a black storm oh, yeah. chasing him. Yep. And it seems like he's driving for hours and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, the storm just disappeared. It was clear yep. night sky. And I'm like, what? And the weird thing with that is there are other drivers that have corroborated and said, yeah, no, I've run into that same thing. Were you on this mile? Yep. (laughs) And these guys are like, yeah, it was all in this same area. It just out of nowhere pops up. And, you know, driving a a large semi like that, wind fucks with you pretty bad. So you try to avoid heavy storms like that whenever possible. Then you got, you brought this, I'll bring up the rake and you can bring up the ass wang. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's reports of the rake, which is like a new thing, but they had reports way back in the 19... 1800s. 1800s of this creature. Yeah, which surprised me. Yeah. Because I had thought it was... Just a recent thing, like on Crete Pasta, but I guess not. Rake is a nocturnal, nine-foot-tall, flesh-eating, flesh-eater. Its claws are supposed to be as long as a human finger. And this report goes like this. A former grave digger named Jeremy related... To seeing a gray-white humanoid figure dart by as he was working at his old job at the Peach Springs Cemetery in Arizona. Yeah. I didn't... They don't. No. They ain't doing that. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> which part you don't know about? The, 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 right, the right money, I'd go be a grave digger, man. But dealing with something like that come tearing past me, no, fuck that. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that one surprised me because I came across that, too. I was like, what? Yeah, this is like in the 1800s, 1890 or something like that, yeah. first reported or something like and that. And there were like different journal stuff of people that were uh, out there exploring whatever that have stories of something that sounds just like this rake, yeah. which is just weird to me. Well, maybe him and the ass wanger are hanging out. It could be. Uh, that was another one that, <laughs> that actually... That when I saw that, I'm like, ass wanger. Yeah, the ass wanger... Asswing something. Really Asswing. surprised me. Uh, it's usually been found around uh, Two Guns, Arizona. <coughs> in uh, apparently lives in the Apache Death Caves. So you know that's a good place to go visit. Well, that's why the thing's named Two Guns, Arizona because like <laughs> Apache Death right. Caves. But are. but yeah, no. Uh, it, the thing that that's weird with the Aswang is it's actually known more as a Philippines monster. It is a shape-shifting vampiric creature that not only can can shift its shape, like to be oh, it looks like a a dog now. It can actually like morph itself down to come under doors and just to make it even creepier. Because a lot of Philippine monsters are fucking horrifying, dude. They come up with some 
pretty bizarre shit in that area. See, when I was reading that article, like, if everybody's ever listening to this, they always know me and Marty's world revolves around movies because it correlates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I started reading about that, and they're like, they said, flat, it said it could flatten itself like a mouth does yes. to go underneath doors. And if anybody's ever had mice in their house, if a mouse can fit its nose in a hole, it yeah. can fit its body through that yep. hole. But that made me think of the movie that came out in 2005, The Cave. Oh, yeah. See, the, yeah. that movie is highly underrated. It and is. It's scary as fuck. Yeah, I, I like that movie, actually. Because this is how you know this is a good movie, because these are some of the actors that were in it. You had Lena Hetty, yep. Piper Preborough, Morris Chestnut, Cole Hauser, and Daniel Day Kim. Yep. They were all high-powered actors nowadays. But I'm going to spoilers here on the movies. It's been out long enough. Yeah. Man. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Right. If you don't want to hear what we're going to say, just pause it. <laughs> Hit the 10-second forward button. Yeah. But the movie is actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. And it could explain the ass-wing. Uh, ass-wing, I'm trying to, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but because of the bacteria, because the whole main monster in it that hunts them was actually a previous hiker that went in there and got infected yep. with a, here we go again, fungus. Yep. Because the only way they figured it out is because this monster all of a sudden had a tattoo on its arm of the previous person that went in there. And a little side note about this, there is only one song played during the movie. There is only one song. Really? Yep. The whole movie, once they go into the cave, yeah. it's complete silence. Yep. All set for background noise. There's only one song played. Can you name that song? No. Dude, I haven't watched that movie in a long while. Because this got me onto this group. It's called Nemo by Nightwish. Oh, okay. That's the song that plays at the end when the girl walks away and it's infected and it's going to go kill the rest of the world. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm torn between that and The Descent for my favorite cave fucking movies. Oh, dude, The Descent's fantastic. I've seen it. Especially if you get the the UK ending. Oh, where she's like lost her damn mind. Yeah, she's getting ready to be killed. She doesn't get out. There is no descent to. She's just lost her fucking mind and is being killed. (laughs) That's a typical one. I would definitely go with that. Right. I I love that ending. Then you also have reports of like Thunderbirds all over the place. Well, all over America, but a lot of them. Like the famous one there is like. A Thunderbird was supposedly killed near Tombstone in 1890. Yes. Let's say right after uh, Civil War era. Then you also have reports of the reptoids in the canyons, and you have Egyptian stuff in the canyons, and all this in there. All this is taking place in Arizona. But the reptoids, that probably made me think of why certain parts of the Grand Canyon you can't go down. Uh, yeah. You can, but you can. You can go down them, but you'll be heavily fined. <laughs> yeah. They banished yeah, they from are, the park forever. Yeah, they are, they are basically no-go zones. Yeah. Uh, under the auspice that, oh, things are too dangerous for you to go down there. Or there's a rare floral uh, plant. Yeah, yeah. But how did people find it first if they didn't go there? Right. Now, I, the one instance of reptoids, I, I love the story of these uh, three bikers. Oh, yeah. They, they, they came across <coughs> this six-foot-tall reptilian bipedal creature. Uh, it has like red and 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 tan coloration. It looks actually the skin looks sand textured. Mm-hmm. And they said like around the mouth was red like blood, but it was clearly coloration for it. And when the thing noticed them, it started like waving its arms around, 
and making a weird chittering sound with chittering with its teeth. Good job. Yeah, like hey guys, and then it just like turned and fucking disappeared into the sand, which I was like ah ah creepy. But yeah, it's like like the eyes they said were very much like a snake's, but they were all black with a gold slit down the center. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, I mean, the coloring makes sense. They said it reminded them actually of uh, kind of like a chameleon, but a bipedal chameleon. It walked kind of like a weird gait. If you've ever seen some of like the lizards, the frilled lizard yeah. that stands up on its back legs, that's kind they of were just what doing it, the I Sam pictured. Dance from Dune before it was popular, it, right, right. But yeah, no, it's uh, there have been lots of stories, and again, a lot of those around the Grand Canyon area with uh, reptilians. Which it always creeped me out. It was. That, holy shit, I thought it was thundering outside. No. Me and Marty's are at least five feet from each other. We're doing social distancing, whatever. Yeah, right. But I heard his stomach all the way over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's been wild today. You have food upstairs, Marty. No, man, I'm not even hungry. That's the problem. Okay. <laughs> Side note. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> you don't want the rest of it coming out. No, we don't. <laughs> Because it's, it's not good all day. Well, you have the reptoids. I found, actually, I found something from D&D in oh. Arizona. I found reports of a centaur. No. You know the half-human, half-horse thing? Oh, yeah. This report, okay, I'm going to read this verbatim. This report comes from around 1970 between the areas of Sierra Vista and Benson. Two young men were driving along Highway 90. They were, and they, they were forced to stop when their car engine suddenly stalled. They got out to look at the engine, but couldn't figure out what was wrong. So they got back in the car and were sitting there, just trying to turn the key or whatever, when they heard the sounds of running, something running at them. They turned around to look out the rear window, and there they saw a half-man, half-horse creature rear up and start smashing the back of the car with its front hose. Oh, shit. As the creature attacked the car, the driver was able to get the car started, and they sped away. The damage and the creature were reported to local constables, but no creature was found. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That's crazier than the uh, camels that were were loose out there. Yeah. Then you also got reports of, like, elk men, deer men all over, yep. all over the, well, the United States. But there's some in Arizona, too, and that makes me think of the Wendigo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or even say like a skinwalker type thing. That skinwalker, is a shifty... you don't. You do not talk about them around Native Americans at all. No, oh that god, is a no. Very taboo subject. Yeah. If you mention it, they'll probably just walk out on you. Mm-hmm. Because that, I, I agree with them. Some, I'm not. We're right. not making light of anything like with skinwalkers and that. It is possible for somebody to do that because yeah, they're this, this is this is podcast is all about shit that could be possible. And that is probably right. one of the more things I think is possible than anything else. Yes. Uh, some of the footage. There, there's a couple clips of footage. Are talking about the creepy-ass, giant black puma-looking thing? Yeah, that then, like, fucking morphs. Yeah. I, I've watched that video a lot, because I was like, ah, bullshit. The more and, you watch it, the more realistic. Yeah, the, the worse it gets. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, that's, okay, that's not, it doesn't look like shitty CGI. Oh, it's not. It's all. You know, it, it's, the it's, dust is kicking up, and I yep. mean, it's like you can see where that a solid is. shot. Yep. It's no, there's no breakaway. Not really, even that much shakiness to it, considering. No. 
but yeah, like like I said, it's it's one of those the the more I on videos like that, I always try to look at them to see where the bullshit is because you have to. You can't just take every video when you see it and go, oh, that's real. No, I, I look at it and go, okay, what could this be? Okay, well, maybe it is just a cat, which in itself, a large black cat in the desert somewhere, kind of creepy, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, the more you watch it, it, it starts moving in really bizarre ways for a cat. I mean, I, I'm a cat person. I know cat movement, whether it's big cat house cat they have certain ways they move this thing starts really shifting oddly and just kind of walks away and you just kind of go oh shit if you get a chance i don't know what the name of the video is i don't either it's like if you look up like um skinwalker yeah skinwalker videotape black skinwalker or whatever it'll probably pop up on you it's like i said it's one of those that the more i looked at it the more confused I was by it, and just if went. If it is Ooh. a big cat, it's got some serious physical oh. problems. Even if that's, yeah. if that's truth, a mountain cat like that would not get that big. No, because it would not survive. Because it would not survive. Yeah. So you can that's ixnate out. Somebody's like, oh, it's just a figured. Disfigured animals in the wild die very yeah. fast. That on their own, they don't make it. Even like, like especially even, a predator. A herbivore has a better chance of living right. with a disfigurement. Than a predator. Yeah, if you're a pack animal or a herd animal, you have the rest of the group that, depending on the type of animal, will kind of shield you and protect you. But even like albinos, you don't usually see them grow to adulthood because they don't have the coloration to survive. And, and they off. get picked off really quick. Yep. You know. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's crazy footage. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's skinwalker activity down in arizona as well just piles just of don't go to arizona folks yeah right just, just piles of jerry piles move back to shit. south dakota come on because <laughs> there, there's like i said there's some of the big ones like the, like the dutchman's mine uh the phoenix lights where it's like oh, okay that's not bad but when you really start looking into more shit there isn't a single safe place even from natural death in in arizona especially when you have places like the apache death cave right right tourist stop i don't want to go to but yeah there's even other cryptids like the the giant uh bat king yeah there's supposedly what no i want to say 30s there there was an explorer out there and had many reports of of this giant bat that became king of the bats they called it but yeah, this thing is uh, apparently bigger than even the flying fox. If anybody's seen that, it's like a six foot tall, non meat eating bat. Right, not tall, six foot. Tall. No, they're they're like they're like four foot. The things are oh, big. the flying fox. Yeah, the big flying fox. No, this thing foot, is like, even That's bigger. A big ass fucking bird. Yeah, no, this this thing is supposed to be even bigger and lives in a cave system down there, which I'd seen a quick story on. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But there's only like one or two reports from the same guy, so it's like uh, green assault time. Yeah, how 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 credible is it? Since yeah. nobody else has seen it, maybe it was the last of its species dying out. I don't know, but see, I think a lot of stuff like there's probably been flying dinosaurs, which is sometimes known as thunderbird, them yep, petrosaurs or however you say it. Yep, 
I'm not illiterate, folks. I just can't say words. <laughs> I can say them in my head. That means I've read them a lot. Right, right. <laughs> but that because that'd be the type of environment. But what would they feed on? That makes me always think back to like, is there something like in our magnetic field that allows these creatures to come through these aberrations? Right. That certain parts of the country are more likely to have them than any other place. Right. Uh, look at, like a like a the centaur portal. thing. Yeah. Holy fuck. Where the that's there's no misgivings about what that is what no. you're seeing. I mean and and is it a one off thing because energies converge just right and it slipped through? You yeah. know what I mean? Tell you something, Marty. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, no uh Did you have like a brain freezer from there? Yeah, I I did for a second. But yeah, no, like uh like we said, with magnetic lines or even maybe like a ley line type of deal, which I, I find the theory of fascinating. Um, but yeah, if it's something like other places we've seen, these you know anomalies are popping through. Even like, like I said, like a Mothman type of deal. Same kind of thing. They're flipping over from an alternate reality dimension what have you they don't belong here but for some reason and same thing with people disappearing sometimes just out have of they like gone they, through they have reports of people just walking across the field and like uh, oh, yeah where'd steve go yep they're, they're <laughs> gone yeah you know uh it is I, I think it's perfectly possible i mean i don't see why not i mean it's just as plausible to me as, as other ideas that are out there. So, if anything from this episode today, folks, we learned do not move to Phoenix, Arizona, Mesa, Arizona, or anywhere <laughs> in the general Arizona state. A- anywhere in Unless Arizona. you want to get killed by natural animals, extreme heat, uh, right. and the asswang. Or the, the, or the, the giants, or many other things. Uh, horrible. Yeah, I'm going to sell them dogs. I'm going to send the dogs to Arizona. <laughs> yep, yep, the dogs are definitely going to Arizona. <laughs> I'll send them their first priority. Right, especially especially bred dogs to to hunt thunderbirds. Head on out, guys. Yep, yep. So, what else have you got? Anything else? I think. God, I don't know, man. There's so much stuff in Arizona. That's really all I have have really written down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, just like I said, even just the the sheer amount of UFO. Oh, sightings that That's have taken place. Down. Oh, well, so there's like no light pollution, which yeah. is oh, awesome. Yeah. I've been I've been in the Mojave Desert. Well, I've been out in the desert. Yep. And it's just amazing, plain amazing how many stars you can see like in the Mojave Desert when there's no lights. Oh yeah. Even if you're down like Lake Ponsanto over here, and you go out fishing late at night, you can actually see the Milky Way. Yep. yep. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, it, it's. I, so I think a, a lot of people that have always been in big cities, I think that is kind of one of the things that shocks and amazes them when they come out to somewhere where there isn't, you know, mile upon mile of of humanity, mm-hmm. is how much you can see. It, it's it's absolutely wild. So how, that gives how more credence to the Phoenix is. lights in that because it's a giant metropolitan area. It's like six oh, yeah. Phoenix is. It's like the suburbs. So if you have something you can actually see against a night sky that's super bright and go across the sky in yeah. a V-shape, that's not stars, people. That, or so yeah, flares or anything else you say and think government ties to tell you what it is. Right. Because, yeah, two-thirds of the stars in the sky you're not going to see if you're in Phoenix. No. That's just how it is because yeah. of the light bleed out. 
That's just how it works. But to be able to see those bright as day as they were against the backlight of Phoenix, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. Like at this point, the Phoenix light story is is kind of blasé because we've heard about it for so long. But if you really think about it, it, it is really goddamn impressive. Yeah, because there's actually the, the footage of it. Yeah, there was a cop that actually is still anonymous to this day. He is not yes. out. He told about how he watched this cross the night sky. This is a trained observer. Yeah, this police officer that remained anonymous, bless his soul. But he's like, yeah, this is what actually happened. Yeah. This is what there was a craft in the sky and not some goddamn flanger, whatever the government yep. trying to tell you. Then the governor really made an ass of himself. Yeah. He came out and he arrested uh, this guy in his ET suit. Then a couple of years later, he's like, yeah, I actually did see him. I'm sorry. After he got chick canned. Yeah. Yeah. After he was booted out, he's like, yeah, sorry. I kind of told some fibs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see this thing and it wasn't what you thought. No. You know, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I like the Southwest. I really do like oh, yeah. the Southwest. It's nice dry, no humidity. Oh yeah, wow. man, and and it, and it is gorgeous. It's just, but that's like the picture I, that picture I posted on um, Instagram. Yeah, if you follow us on Instagram, you've seen that picture I posted a couple days ago. Yeah, and that's actually from the Sedona region of Sedona. Oh, region. okay. I just I'm like I just sitting in the car watching it. <laughs> my mom's with us. We're going to see my brother. Yeah, he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm taking pictures of this awesome countryside. Oh, just yeah. phenomenal. Just, the the just uh, grand sunrises." Oh, in yeah. the desert, dude. Oh, there's nothing quite like it. There Ten really minutes isn't. later, you're sweating your balls off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It turns to hell immediately. <laughs> I think the only thing I've seen in this country that's probably may match it as far as how pretty it is, is uh, up in Montana at sunrise and sunset, like over the mountains and shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Spring, middle of summer. It's absolutely gorgeous. But, ah, oh, man... Arizona is a tough sell to, to actually move. Arizona, there. you can you're good people. Oh, Connor, yeah. you're a bigger man than I am, but Jared too. But yeah, Yeesh. I'm not moving there. No, it, uh, I'll come visit all I want. Uh, right, right. Oh yeah, man, hang out all the time. Like I said, we go to Nevada, you know, quite a bit, and I love it down there. But I might be going there in March. I, I don't want to move there. I I don't know if I really want to deal with that. Well, is that it, or are we just going to keep on rambling? Yeah, we could ramble forever, man. That's just kind of what we do. But no, I think I think that's about it. This one's good. episode's a little bit short and light, but right. trust me, folks. Next week episode, we'll definitely make up for this episode. we got oh. a banger coming out next week. Yeah. It's pre-recorded. Wow. We just got to edit some stuff out of it, and it's going to be a banger. It is, it, is, it is fucking wild, I will say that. Yeah. All right. We done here? I think so. All right, people. Bye.